conference teams. Our analytics say they have an 89% chance to make the play-in tournament, just a 28% chance to make the yeah. And so, as we are about two days away from the start of the second half, ceremoniously speaking, of the NBA season, we bring in Jay Will across the hall from ESPN Radio with some bold predictions. And so, all the eyes on LeBron. What does this second half look like as you look into the crystal ball for the Lakers? It definitely doesn't look like my hands because the complexion between my hands and my face. What are you talking about the Lakers for? Y'all are irrelevant. Y'all are irrelevant. I know that the Golden State Warriors are absolutely stacked, but I'm telling you, John Morant, this team is 18 and 10. Versus teams that are 500 or better. Yeah. I think yes, the Memphis Grizzlies are going to be there when it counts down the stretch. Mark it down. I'm saying it right now. Well, look, underline the word bold there. And that is You're an excellent prediction. And for the, I think the Memphis Grizzlies are going to be I there when it counts down. But I'm what? You, what does that mean? This team is Memphis Grizzlies. Let me say it again for you. Are going to the NBA Finals. CP3. Yes, wait, sir. Uh, CP3, yes, sir. CP3 what? Uh, Six to eight weeks with the hand injury. Some of the injury. I know that the yeah. Golden State Warriors are absolutely stacked. Okay. Why are you hating, Julio? Why not, he said what he said. I want him to say they're the going Memphis to the Grizzlies NBA are Finals. making the NBA Finals, and yes, they're beating doing. anybody and everybody. That's in their what way. he said. Let me say again for you. Are going to the but NBA see that what that? No, 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 bro. I'm not. Uh, why are you taking his hate? You just want like more motivation. No, that's you're, you're what like, he said. No, no, no. It's because he said Chris Paul's out six to eight weeks. What are you are you saying? Like if Chris Paul comes back, my take goes out the window. No, he's saying that Chris Paul is injured, and because of that, it's gonna like protect. Like you saw how Chris Paul played after his hand injury last year; it wasn't the same. That's how I'm interpreting it: is that he's not gonna be healthy enough for the Grizzlies to beat, or for them to beat the Grizzlies. How I took it, if he comes back, I, I'm changing my, my stupid pick. You big man. I'm not mad. Jaw's like my favorite player. Is he, though? No, nah, nah, it's Kyrie. Yeah. Jaw's probably like number two, three. That's crazy. Imagine having, imagine not having Ja as your favorite player in the league. That's wild. Hello? You've reached Hoop and Holler, a Square One podcast on basketball and other shenanigans. Danny Green, I'm mad at Danny Green. I just want to thank everybody that's been in my corner during this time. With Reagan Griffin Jr. Reagan, you're the best, man. I'm the clamp guy. I am the Giannis Antetokounmpo Whoa. of Lion Center. Eddie Sun. Probably won't get hired by, you know, ESPN anytime soon. Because <laughs> we all got that clutch connection. And Julio Martinez. On uh, Giannis and the Bucks, I told you so, I told you so, I told you so. Please clap. It comes from at underscore underscore uh, Kalu2 on Twitter. Bro, the fact that you knew there were two underscores before the to at underscore underscore Kalu. He knows your that, Twitter. That means I'm tweeting it too much. But at, when it boils down, like that's what we're here for is the yeah. basketball. We back, man. We back at it again. You already know what's going on. In the studio with Julio Martinez, this is Reagan Griffin Jr., and you are listening to Hoop and Holler, the NBA podcast that you've never heard of, but you should really listen to because it's really good, and we appreciate it. But without further ado, let's go ahead and jump into this week's episode, starting with the age-old question that we always ask here. Julio, how you doing today? Pretty good. Pretty good. Um... I felt, I don't know if, you know, for the people that watch Power, I, I barely got Reagan to Man, bro. on that. I'm not going to lie, I've been fiending for it. Like, I don't have stars, but, like, I've been like, damn, I wish I could watch Power right now, yeah. bro. It's good. Is, no, and I only it, watched book two. I didn't even see the first one. Yeah. Two no, episodes of book two. You got to, and right now I'm watching, since I already watched all the Power, I watched all of Tariq's show, mm-hmm. um, and I watched Kanan's show, which y- you'll find out who that is. Um... Right now I'm watching Tommy's show four, it says book four. 
And I just want to say, like, sh- shout out to Tariq, because, and I know, you, you know, you, you definitely don't listen to this, but bro, you inspire, like, some of my outfit choices. Mm. And you'll see throughout the seat, throughout, you know, the show, what this man wears, he is the flyest motherfucker on planet. Like, I, I love this dude. It, there's just always so much pressure on him, and he always figures shit out, and he looks fly doing it. Man, and so sounds like sounds like John Morant. So yeah, I mean, facts, right? But, but um, um, not anyways. Um, so no, I, I say that all all to say while everybody was suffering from the cold today, shout out to Tariq for making me buy this jacket. and uh, keeping keeping me warm. So a tough how are you doing? I'm doing all right, man. I, I'm glad you put me. Ain't on nobody to... give a fuck. All right, wow. Anyways. <laughs> just, wow. Anyways, you're glad um, what? I'm glad you put me on the power. Because I'm gonna have to find a way to get back onto that show. The only thing I have to say about it is like it doesn't feel believable at times. It's yeah. like there's no way this motherfucker's doing homework. Yeah. <laughs> there's no way he's doing. I want to spoil shit, but there's no way he in college right now, bro. There's yeah. absolute at a. Pers- anyway, it's supposed to be Harvard, like Harvard. Yeah, it's supposed yeah. to be like a Harvard Yale type college. It's just like there's absolutely no way. But it's a really cool show. It's a really cool show. Like I said, there's this like, I was telling you this when I was at your place, right? It's like this confluence of like white collar shady mm-hmm. shit and like street shady shit that uh-huh. happens is like it, it kind of gives you the best and, of both worlds and if you find a way to watch it watch it w- watch power first yeah julio didn't let me get the luxury of doing that but like, honestly like i'm not the type of person to like i don't care if i watch the end of a show first and then go back and watch the beginning i, I just like it won't hurt your mm-mm. viewing experience nah, I'm, I'm way more like i'm not like the shit that I get out of shows isn't like the, <gasps> you know what I mean? Like, oh, my God. I'm I'm more into, like, the process of how shit happens. So, like, if I see the end of the show and I hear about what happens at the end, that's not going to ruin the watching experience for me. If anything, it's going to be like I'll see the dots connecting as it's happening, and that'll be the enjoyment I get. Yeah. Like, I feel you. That's that's what I mess with shows. But I appreciate you putting me on to it, man. Yes, it's a sir. good show for sure. What else do we watch on the weekend? All-Star Game. Yeah, that's the one. I was waiting on I was like, damn, we're not going to get it. All-Star Game. We watched the All-Star. At least we watched All-Star Saturday night at your place. We didn't watch the game. Um, but, yeah, what, what what was your initial takeaways from the entire weekend? What about starting on Friday? Did you watch the Celebrity All-Star Game? I the- did not, will not, ever not. Jack Harlow had a four-pointer. What? Can we get over Jack Harlow's a society? Yeah, I don't know. You don't know who Jack Harlow is? All-Star Game starts on Saturday night. mm all right, well, so they had the Rising Stars. The Rising Stars is cool. I, I don't know. Anyway, Saturday. Yeah, we anyways, can move on to Saturday. A- anyways, um, in terms of the which one was my favorite event from the skills to the three to the dunk? Uh, I mean, obviously everybody can trash on the dunk, and I mean, I I, I will too. But I thought the skills uh, challenge just really stood out to me. They, they brought back this component of having teams. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you, you kind of remember that. Yeah, like, I saw the Cavs team. Yeah, it, they used to have, like, the the one I, I remember one year they had, like, Candace Parker and, like, a I bunch of— I do remember that. They, they had, like, Sparks mixed with Lakers, and you, you know what I'm talking about? So, like, a yeah. bunch of teams together and going against each other. Um, and I thought the changes— in the in the skills challenge with, with the passing and mi- just mixing it up, yeah. I thought it was interesting. 
And the, the I will say they they do have to do some refining to it because the point system and, and the metrics got really yeah, confusing like you, you at times. You don't have to make your shot either. Like you can just pull the shot. Yeah, and it, it was it was getting a little bit confusing, but I feel like they're on the right track to. You should always be improving these things and changing it up yeah. to kind of change the viewing experience. Right. Um. So I I thought it, it was pretty interesting. Obviously, uh, shout out to Cat. Shout out to yes, Eddie sir. for winning a stupid three-point Eddie, contest. Eddie, very happy about that. Um, you feel like you would do well in the skills contest? Oh, it? I would do so well. You would do so well. And, and like, the, the thing I, I love about Giannis is because he's like the only dude that take like, like that really seriously. takes it seriously. And yeah. some dudes don't need to take it seriously to be elite, like right. Darius Garland. Chris Paul. Like Darius Garland. Yeah. He don't need to take it seriously to be he elite. At, at, you know, to be elite at these challenges. He's just elite at it. Yeah. But I, I just wish more dudes, and this will speak more to the dunk contest, more dudes w- would, uh, I guess, try harder Yeah. In, in these challenges. I mean, I get it. It's like a balance between the fun of it and then yeah. like an actual— of course. Like, you want to see the competitiveness come yeah. out within dudes as well. Um, And I, I think that's why, the, in recent years at least, the three-point contest has been the most exciting one to see because it's like— the most viscerally competitive contest that you have. Yeah, you have to score more points than this other person to win. With the skills, it's like, you know, you're kind of racing somebody, but it really just comes mm. down to the shot at the end if you can hit it first. Um, Giannis carried his brothers. I mean, the the youngest is his skill set. and Even the, the, the brother that's older than Giannis, their skill set is fucking horrible. I mean, like, it's bad, <laughs> Why are you bro? coming for Thanasis like that? No, I, I, no I, I'm not. I'm just... It's bad, bro. Some, so, like, it makes me wonder, because they're all of the same family, you know? And so it makes me wonder, like, did, did Giannis just work harder than his brothers to get better at basketball? or were there? Certain- I think so, but Giannis is also, like, bigger yeah, and he's, longer. And yeah, he's, he's definitely longer and maybe slightly more athletic than his yeah. other brothers, but, like... But yeah, no, I, I get where you're coming from, especially the the brother. It's, like, that it's not like they wasn't all training together. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, especially the brother that wasn't in the skills contest. Yeah, the one that used Coastus. to be in the lake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that dude. Um, he yeah. has like the same not build obviously as he's not as strong skinnier. as Giannis. Yeah, but he he can be like Giannis because Giannis was like Costas mm-hmm. when he first came in the league. It, it makes me wonder if there's like some sort of beyond the physical, right? Some sort of like innate processing things that separate yeah. some guys from other ones. So yeah. that's a pretty interesting. I don't know. That's 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 PD Web sort of stuff. But um yeah, that the three-point contest, Carl Anthony Towns won. Can we like say definitively Carl Anthony Towns is the best shooting big man ever? Yes. Um, yes, we can. I don't know. Yes, we can. I'd have to look at Dirk's percentages. I don't bro. Okay. I've se- I've watched it and like put it this way. Whenever I hear a, a conversation about Carl Anthony Towns being the best shooting big man ever, people always like, first of all, the only name you can really bring up to even rival him is Dirk. Mm-hmm. And maybe like, oh, there's this one other dude, Kirilenko? Andre Kirilenko? He's not a big, big, he's like, he's a, he's a four, but yeah, Andre Kirilenko. But, but it's like, he's it, not, yeah. it's clearly Carl Anthony Towns. When we think about, who the best shooters of all time, period, are, right? We think about, name some. Stephen Curry. Clay. Clay. Ray Allen. Reggie Miller. Ray Allen. We look at volume. How many threes did you take? Percentage of those that you took. I weigh more. I weigh more. uh, I weigh this more than most people. That's degree of difficulty. Degree of difficulty is I weigh that so much. 
And along with the degree of difficulty is like the further out you are. That's yeah. how it is. Like, I mean, like the point being, like, we're going to weigh three point shots more than anything, right? When yeah, we think yeah. about the best shooters. But I wouldn't like, have a problem saying he's the best shooter. That's what I'm saying. I, like, I, I but would just have people to look at always bring up first. Dirk. And really, this is like, I'm not even coming for you for just people who just love to bring up Dirk's name in this conversation. Like, Dirk would, before anything, was a mid range shooter and an elite one at that. But oh, like, yeah. That doesn't make you the best big man shooter. If we're talking about when we say best shooters, we talk about three point shooters. That's like inherent in the conversation. Otherwise, when we talk about best shooters of all time, we would have Chris Paul's name in the conversation because he's the best mid range shooter of all time, right? We're talking about distance shooting. That's what we account for. We always talk about three point shooting. It's Carl Anthony Towns. He takes more, he makes more, and he takes further shots. Point blank simple. So if y'all want to come with me for that, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Honestly, let's talk about this dunk contest. We got to change this shit up, man. Ass. We got to change this shit up. I, and look, I, I I don't really, if I'm the NBA, if I'm Adam Silver or whoever's running the, the accounting or wh- whatever, just offer up, e- even if it comes at a net loss at the end, just offer dues money to uh, at a point to where dues will be like, if I win, I'll take the five mil. I'll, I'll take six mil. Absolutely no way it'd be a net loss, though. If, exactly, because you bring more people to it, watch. You bring more people and to more watch. And more advertisement. And look how like much we still, to this day, milk the uh, Aaron Gordon, Zach Levine. Yep. Like, you see that every year, that, even that, when it's not even around the dunk contest. Yeah. You just like, remember this shit? That's exactly, that, that was going to be my point. Even if it comes at a net loss in the fucking present, bro, the advertisement, the people watching it, eventually that, that would come, it, yeah. I mean, it's just... It's insane. Facts. Facts. No, 100%. You, you got to incentivize guys. You get Miles guys. Bridges. You get Ja. You get, what was the other dude I sent you on that four list? Um, You had Miles Anthony Bridges. Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards. And Zion if he was healthy. Yeah, I mean, you just want fun dudes in there. like like And dudes with person, like, like, personality. Like bigger 100%. names, too. Like And like Cole Anthony was like a good idea of like a name and a personality, but like Cole Anthony, like the Tims wasn't moving me, bro. No. The Tims was not moving me, especially if you're going to do... Like a, a little baby windmill. Mac McClung was posting some. I saw that. That was tough. Put him in the fucking dunk Honestly, contest. Honestly, like that's an idea. Maybe you get some G League dudes. Yeah. Like they want to pop off and, and get their name yeah, out. There. Like, yeah. Like like something to shake things up because when you just grab like a couple like I don't even know Juan Toscano Anderson could get up like that. He had some decent dunks, but it's like no one wants to watch an Obi top Obi top and Juan Sorry, Toscano Obi. Anderson final. Like Sorry, no offense to those two, but like that's not what we're here for. Big facts. That's not what we're here for. Big facts. The the slam dunk contest used to be a space where you would either see the best players in the league that also happen to have bunnies Hops, yeah. or the biggest bunnies in the league go out and really show what the fuck they were capable of. That was neither of those things. It was neither the best players in the league nor neither, was it the yeah. highest flyers in the league. So what are we doing? Because at least if it's not the you know the biggest name just like you mentioned it's like damn these dunks are fire. Right. Bro. Like even a dude like fucking like LaMelo Ball who's not even like a leaper like that. He's yeah creative enough to make it fun yeah. and he has enough of a personality to make it fun yeah. like you, there's there's dudes out there but you have to give them a reason to do it mm-hmm. and it used to carry this cultural cachet and i don't yeah. want to i don't, I don't want to like skip bail with it oh braun never did that like yeah. i don't want to know it that. used to carry some weight no i it know used you used to talk, carry some like, weight mj did it kobe DC did, did it. it yeah it, it used to be a dudes. thing like you go out there and you win the dunk contest it means something that's a thing on your it belt it means yeah. something and now i don't know if it necessarily means as much or if it's the fact that you know, unless it's more it's, about the- it's a little bit more of an awareness type thing to where, like, I got to protect my body. I got to protect my—and I feel like it started with 
not started with Braun because I'm not I'm not blaming him for anything. If you don't want to participate, you don't want to participate. But it's like I don't need to participate in this thing. And so him starting off the movement uh, again, he didn't start the movement of free agency, mm-hmm. but he's just like the cultural icon for that like topic. Yeah, and I feel like he is the the icon per se of saying no to the dunk contest. Yeah, because if he says no. Why am I going to do it? But if you get guys like you mentioned, Anthony Edwards, John Moran, and John Moran says, like, I'll do it. Give me a reason, though. You know what I mean? Because after— It means give me money, bro. I mean, think about the—who the fuck was talking anything about Aaron Gordon before he did the dunk contest? Nobody. Like, we knew that he was a lottery pick. We knew that, like, after the dunk contest, Aaron Gordon is a household name. Yeah. It still means something. Oh, no, yeah. But you got to give dudes a reason to want to go out there and do it. Yeah. You got to give them a reason. Big Um. I guess last thing on the All-Star, would, would you, would you? I mean, I'm sure you would, of all people, but like King of the Court once. I would love that, and I wouldn't even mind. I think, did you mention this? Yeah, yeah, I, th- I think we were talking about this. Like, it doesn't have to be the it best of the best. Be it, it don't have to be KD versus Kyrie. Jason Taylor. Like, I, w- I would gladly watch Karis LeVert go and play TJ Warren one-on-one, because that's yeah. just buckets. Yeah. It's buckets. I would gladly watch. No, it's, it's facts. Uh, who else would be like just just fucking bucket getters, bro? I, I would Darius gladly Garland? watch. Dar- I don't know if Darius to do, it, but that'd be fun. Cause watching him play ones, bro. I mean, shit, fucking. I would love, bro, a dude who be super. Lou Williams, it three dribbles. Yeah. How fucking fun yeah. would that be, bro? Are you kidding or, or me? Like when Jamal Crawford was in the league. Bang! Like I mean, shit. You could get some of these older cats who maybe still got a little stuff. Like and give them it's, a little it's, and give them a little money. Just. Throw something out yeah. there. Partner with Big Three. Give it like partner with Big Three. Do something, man. Yeah. Like at a certain point, it's like you question the creativity yeah. and the imagination of the dudes in the front office, which sucks. Because I remember talking to the head coach, uh, or not the head coach, assistant coach for USC, uh, Isaiah Mobley's dad. He, I mean, I'll never forget. He said basketball is a game of creativity and imagination, and it's like a hundred percent true. But like that doesn't have to just stay on the court. You get creativity and imagination in the way you market the game as well. Now you're cooking with gas, but it's just not there right now. And you it's know we we're well aware that some dudes just it's like a I I don't want to get beat. I don't want to get embarrassed. Yeah, but, but like a dude like Karis Levert don't give a exactly. fuck. Exactly, he don't give a There's fuck. There's some what? dudes and th- fucking again, uh, Terrence Ross, like guy exactly. like buckets. You can exactly. get buckets out there. Exactly. Like. Yeah, and, exactly. and it give, it gives people an opportunity too. Like we talk about the cultural cachet, right? Like if yes, I'm a dude, to get a like name. if I'm a dude, okay. like freaking, I don't know who's another example of. of why do you Why do you think fucking Joe Johnson uh, got a got a call up by, by the Celtics and at Man. 41 years old because he's, he's balling he's again at, for, for USA? And so if you get your name out there, who wouldn't say? Who like a GM would probably say. Fucking this Michael Beasley can, go out there and give him buckets right now. This man can like, be my sixth man. Something. Oh, I, I, you, you know, I'll pay some money to get him on I my mean, team. It, it doesn't have to be the stars. It has to be people like watching buckets. People like watching buckets, man. Yeah. But, yeah, that, that's my two cents on the All-Star game. You got anything to add before we keep it pushing? Uh, The All-Star game, like— in, Oh, yeah, the actual game itself. Yeah, the Let's actual game that. itself. I, I thought it was dope. I—, I, I Think I yeah I text I texted in the group chat that Giannis Steph and Kobe are the easily the the best three players to have on on your All Star team. I feel like you gotta throw AI in there. AI too. Yeah, I'll throw him throw in there. AI. I'll throw him in there because Steph. It's not that he tries. 
See, like Giannis, he tries, mm-hmm. and I love him for it, right? Yeah. For all power to him. Steph, he ain't got to try. I just did. That motherfucker. <laughs> Yo. He was going crazy, Yo, I, I couldn't I couldn't believe my eyes. It, like, it, it just goes to show, like, how fun, in, in a different way, that he's made basketball, yeah. bro. And some people want to tweet out, like, uh, oh, he's best when it doesn't matter the most. I mean, know? shit. Like, I, I, a lot of eyes on the All-Star game. It yeah. means something, but, like. Yeah, man. For him to... He, uh, yeah, he was popping off. And then uh, what else was I going to say? Um, Braun hitting the game winner. That, that was, was tough. Dope, especially being in Cleveland. It was really... I don't even know the right word. It's not sobering. But it's like... It 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 was different seeing LaMelo Ball out there, bro. Because we kind of grew up with him. You know, like I remember he was a freshman, I was a freshman, and now he's in the All Star game. Mm-hmm. That that was crazy to see somebody's mm-hmm. like career arc literally from like when they was like little to now and seeing come to fruition in mm-hmm. an All Star game like that. I don't think I've had that experience as a basketball fan yet. And you'll probably start getting it more with yeah. the way so much attention is focused on high school and AAU, but like that was really cool to see. Yeah. Really cool to see. And I also do want to say this, like, NBA, I will say for for all the flack that we just gave, you know, NBA on his creativity, it's easily by far not even close, a hundred times, just way better than any other sports, all star yeah. or it's not even close. Yeah, like the the, the I, I I saw an Instagram video of showing Celebrity Row, bro, that shit was crazy. I mean the the. It's crazy. The NBA, in a city like Cleveland, bro. That's Jimmy why I, Butler. I, I need Memphis to get one. J- Jimmy Butler was one. saying, you know, everybody's telling me congratulations for being an All Star, but I, I was telling Spo that I feel like the the sacrificial lamb. Everybody in Miami having fun in the warm ass weather, <laughs> and I gotta be in Cleveland. I mean, I thought Cleveland did an all right job. It seemed like they had. I'm the talking facilities. about weather, bro. Yeah, the weather sucks, but you know it is what it is, but. If Cleveland could get one off, I need one in Memphis in the foreseeable future. I need that because, man, that would mean so much to the city. Jared Allen, corny ass, bro. I get where he's he's coming from, but not an iPhone. He didn't have an iPhone. You pushing it. Like, you know, jacket, jeans, whatever. Yeah. No iPhone, my guy. It's okay. No iPhone is crazy. No, it's not. No iPhone is crazy, bro. No, it's not. Julio, what, what phone you got? I got a Android. Stop. Galaxy That's S Note. That's cap. When you send text messages in the group chat, they're Google blue. Phone. They're blue. They're blue, Julio. It's because I manipulated Bruh. the system. Man, bro. Anyways. But, yeah, it was definitely cool to see all the, all the all-star festivities and Let's go with the Kyrie stuff. Kyrie stuff? Kyrie. Man, a lot of heavy hitters today. So. The Nets. Well, let, let, let's just go with with, uh, with the Nets in, in the general. Nets. So, they signed Goran Dragic. That was interesting. That's uh, when, and, and the Kyrie shit hadn't come out yet. Yeah. So I was like, that, I didn't even think about that. That shit is elite, yeah. bro. That's so fucking elite. You're, you're not concerned with his age at all? Not at all. Mm. Not at all. That 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 man, yes, does, does he have a tendency to get hurt sometimes? Yes. But you're not going to be like, especially now with Kyrie, you know, being probably, not officially, but probably going to be fully back in the lineup, not going to be missing any games in when it counts in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. 
for Goron to be your backup man, and, and obviously he's going to play more than average backup minutes. That's that's so elite, bro. Like he, he his pick and roll mastery, his his ability to to run an offense, to shoot, uh, you, you know, take his open shots, hit his little floater. Um, obviously he has some problems on the defensive end, and he doesn't really help him on that end. But that's just so elite. Ben got it. That's so elite. <laughs> ben, ben got, got it. everything. That's that's the solution to Ben's. It, uh, it is so elite, bro. So the Kyrie thing that Julio was alluding to, for those of you who don't know, New York. May or may not, but it's looking like probably will lift the uh, vaccine mandate, which would open the door for Kyrie not just to participate in away games, but also home games as well. Now, I want to start by saying this because there's a lot of people out there who kind of running like weird victory laps like, yeah, Kyrie stood 10 toes on his no, like, no, 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 that shit was go get vaccinated. y'all. Just just go get vaccinated. But like Kyrie's from a basketball standpoint, Kyrie's going to be out there. Right. So that's. You're looking at a full-powered Nets team. Yeah. Kyrie, 100% of the games. Ben Simmons is in the gym, working on his jump shot with Kyle Korver, evidently. Kevin Durant gets back healthy. You got Goran Dragic. I could run down the whole list if you want me to. They, Patty they, Mills, Seth Curry, yeah. LaMarcus Aldridge, Blake Griffin. It's they getting have, a little they, ill. They have, I wouldn't say a weak, their only weak spot. At, wing like, depth. I, I, yeah, wing, wing depth. depth. And that, that's what it is. Yeah. It, obviously, when you have a dude like KD, you get to have some, yeah. you know, deficiencies or weaknesses of depth at wing. But that's their only concern because as much as I love Patty Mills, as much as I love Seth Curry, and as much as I love Kyrie and Goran Dragic as four dudes who maybe not all point guards, but they're all like. Well, it, name the four again. Patty. Yeah. Seth. Yeah. Kyrie and Goron. See the thing with Patty and Seth and a little bit Goron. You no, you can play them with they other guys. Yeah, but they're all bad defenders and undersized. So Patty's and, not a bad defender. And he's a good on-ball defender, but no, I I wouldn't consider consider him like a good overall defender. Hmm. Okay, like dudes can can dribble past him and like power through yeah. him. Is is my point? Screens, screens and so can take him out. You want to yeah. get all those dudes minutes. But you can't get him as many minutes as you can. That's a good problem to have, especially yeah. when they're veterans and dudes like Goron where you shouldn't be playing him 40 minutes a night. But, again, would I trade one of those dudes for to have, like, another wing? And I don't mean, like, actually trade. I, I just mean, like, would I, you know, not have one of those dudes and to have another wing who, who's equally as, you know, efficient or, you know, just helpful? Hell, yeah, I would. Um, but other than that, they're... That's nice, bro. Uh, what what you get in Goran Dragic is something that I think that the Nets honestly lacked until they signed him, which is like, I hate the term true point guard, but like somebody who can actually facilitate an offense, right? Like that's yeah. Kyrie can, but that's not his forte. Patty can, but that's not his forte. Ben Simmons, I guess in theory could, that's not his forte. Like Goran Dragic is an actual point guard, right? Not to mention the fact that I, I that a lot a lot of people are talking about this, but. What team did Goran Dragic play on when he was like first popped off? When he first popped and off, what was a Phoenix, Phoenix Suns, Suns with Steve Nash and Mike D'Antoni mm-hmm. and Amari Stoudemire, all of whom are on that coaching staff right now. So there has to be a level of synergy that they anticipated, and that's probably why Goran Dragic ended up signing over there in the first place. We're gonna see like a little bit of like an evolution of seven seconds or less in certain spots for that Nets team. You wouldn't, it shouldn't, it should not surprise people. Finishing five. I go. I gotta go. You obviously gotta go. Kyrie, KD, Ben Simmons, and at the five, and then 
pick the, my poison. For the last two? Who's, it, no, who's I, hot no, tonight? <laughs> I, I understand that. I understand that. But who do you anticipate to be hot? Like, Goron is the smartest dude, right? I don't and, want Goron And he's out there. kind of like a, a bigger dude. I can say I Seth. I need Seth. I can say, no, definitely Seth. But yeah. if I say Seth and Patty, I'm a little small. Yeah. So if I take Patty out... Maybe I throw in Bruce Brown, but he's not a good shooter, and I, I kind of want like just elite firepower. I would say Joe Harris, but I don't know if he's coming back. So it, it's it, it's tough. It, it's tough. But those four right there, Seth, Kyrie, KD, and Ben Simmons. I will that's, say. That's fucking elite. I, I'm okay with Seth and Patty solely because I trust Ben Simmons to play cleanup. You know what I mean? Like if you're going to hit tough shots over them because they're smaller defenders – so be it. But I trust Ben Simmons not to let him get easy shit at the rim. So if they're having good nights, I'd let both of them in there. Because offensively, you're fucked. There's nothing to do. If they're really spacing the floor like that, you can't help off either of those guys or his buckets. And then, sure, you could probably throw Joe Harrison if he's healthy for one of them. But um, I'm not sure how much you can rely on Joe Harris at this point just because his yeah. injury's dragging out a little longer yeah, than we expected. Exactly. Um, but shit, years down the line. Team's looking tough, man. Do Real you think, tough. Do you feel like the Nets are the favorite right now? Um, when you say favorite, do you mean like they have the highest likelihood of winning the NBA? Championship? According to who? You. To, according to me? Yeah. Shit. I mean the 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 cop out the real but it's also a cop out answer is just to say like I got I want to see him play first mm. with Ben Simmons, but because I'm not a bitch like some people, <laughs> um. I'm a, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to give it to just this year, Giannis again, hmm. and then going forward, the the Nets. Have we seen Ben Simmons attempt to guard Giannis for a seven game series? We've seen that. Right? I think we've seen that. Yeah, yeah. That'll be. And he's like the perfect prototype to yeah, do so. But I don't think. I mean, the only perfect prototype might be Giannis, and even Giannis might not be able to guard Giannis. Yeah, that makes sense, just because he's so great with understanding leverage and angles and shit mm -hmm. but um it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting yeah. if i had to put money up for a team right now that almost similarly to the nets or to the 76ers though i almost wonder if they have to do too much learning how to play with one exactly. another too quickly that, 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 that's my point like i don't even know if i choose them above the heat mm. like yeah. ju just in case they end up in the play-in tournament and they're uh seven or eight whatever they play against the heat I might well, take the, the, heat. the play in honestly might not be a bad thing for that Nets team to it, get it high, not. good yeah. runs against quality yeah. teams. It might not. Um, but yeah, that Nets team is going to be tough, man. What were your thoughts on LeBron saying, where my son gets drafted, that's where I'm going to be at? I mean, it, it's it's fire. And, you know, I, I just think it's the God honest truth. Maybe is it too truthful to where, like, it puts more pressure on his son and obviously he wouldn't do that on purpose so i'm yeah. not gonna kill him for it but uh it's dope bro like it's dope as fuck like there he should be getting zero criticism like i, I just was, don't bro and you know the people criticize for him white people bro because yeah. they could never pull that shit off but you know what i'm saying it's like it's, it's like it, how 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 incredible would it be for for this this 15 year old phenom that we like we mean not we but our parents sure witness over the arc of his entire career, really one of the most unbelievable career arcs in the history of sport, right? Meet every benchmark, exceed mm -hmm. every expectation, and then culminate his career 
by playing with his son? I would break down and cry. That's some crazy shit. I would break down and cry. That's some crazy ass shit. Yeah. Like, like I, I don't like people for for a for a a, a a basketball and sports landscape that lives and breathes on narratives yeah. more than anything. No. It's beyond me why anyone it's, would criticize him trying to make that happen. It's so amazing, and I'm so glad. I'm obviously glad he came to the Lakers, won us a championship, but like I, I, putting that aside, I'm so glad he came to the Lakers. Why? Because it's it's forced me to gain a, like a true appreciation for like just LeBron yeah. and, and his ability to fucking just... <laughs> kill teams and, and you know go back and look at his career you know i did so much not hating on lebron but i just like fuck that dude yeah you know i'm on kobe's side and that, you know that's what sports is yeah but him coming to la just i'm pretty much on a hundred percent of the things i'm on his side like all this go laker ahead, fighting like lakers being in arguments with, with with clutch or disputes with LeBron, like I'm on LeBron's side. Like I, I, he won us a championship. He came what he did. He needed to do. If he wants to bounce, bro, bounce. Like do what's best for you. And you know, I, I really don't give a fuck. Should All we right. move on to my proposal? Yeah, yeah. Let, what, let's do that. Let's do that. What's your, what's your proposal? Because we're on the topic of the plane. I'm so excited about this one. Uh-oh. How would you? You know how? Um, in in the past, I've mentioned. The like, kind of revamp, re- revamping the whole kind of playoff structure yeah. of it, not just being one through eight on each end, but one through sixteen. Yeah, I don't know if this would be an add-on to that or just uh, eliminating that altogether and just keeping it how it is, but adding this. What I'm about to say, hmm. with the Donna of the play-in and uh, you know, just you know, I feel like over these last few years with COVID. Um, you know, dudes missing games and injuries and, and all, all that types of stuff. Teams that end up kind of in the play-in or, or you know, down low, mm-hmm. maybe they're, they're better than their record indicates. And some other teams, they're not as good as their record indicates. Yeah. How would you feel? Who, who's number one in the West right now? The Phoenix Suns, right? Yeah. And who's number one in the East? The Bucks. Yes. Right? Or, or the, the heat. heat. Or the Heat. The Either there. way, let's say I'm... Let's say you're the Suns. Would this proposal not... You just beat yourself up all season long to get this number one seed. Yeah. Would it not be better to be like... And better storylines. That, that's my point too because NBA is all about narratives. Hey, Phoenix, who do you want to play in the first round? Would that not be dope? You're toxic, bro. Would that not be dope? <laughs> because what if I say, give me fucking Rudy Gobert. I am beating that motherfucking like, oh my bro. God. <laughs> would that not be elite? And then Rudy Gobert going to be like, yo, what the hell? That would be funny as shit, bro. Just fucking- Because that creates storylines and like... <laughs> And, and look, look, no, no, but on, on a more serious note, let's say the Miami Heat, they sustained so many injuries this like, year. Why do I get to play the Nets if I if I earn that number one spot? I don't want to play the Nets. For, from a practical standpoint, I feel like teams, if we're going to do the playing thing and have a bunch of teams who have an opportunity at the playoffs, like, is your proposal basically saying, like, take the play-in except take those four teams and just let the number one seed choose which one they play? 
No, 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 no. I'm, no. I'm saying once the plane gets figured out, once the eight get figured out, uh -huh. if we stay in the eight method, now we can go to the 16 method, but if, if we stay in the eight method, once those eight get figured out, Phoenix, like, um, they get first choice, like, like a draft. The top four get a draft. And the, obviously the fourth team has to go with whoever didn't get chosen. Huh. You know what I'm saying? So the Phoenix Suns, like, uh, give me Utah. All right, then the Warriors, they're like, uh, give me the punk ass, weak ass Lakers. Then number three, who, M Memphis says, uh, give me Mavs or give me Denver. Like who? Who? Who give would? Me the Mavs. Okay, okay that, that's my point. That, that gets super interesting. That does get very interesting because because then they thought, take it wrong. What, what right? I thought you were saying is eliminate the plan and just let them pick one, which was like be very ill because then nah, you have three nah, teams nah. like waiting, like oh shit, maybe. But like no, nah, I hear you because then that that gives you somewhat of a balance because sometimes the one through eight aren't necessarily the one through eight, whether it's Ex exactly. injury. Exactly. Whether it be due to like yeah, in season injuries, sometimes teams just COVID don't play up to their with competition. All this crap. So that's hmm. super. Like when I thought about that, I was like, my eyes brightened up. I was like, NBA do this now. You would definitely have people tuned into that. More shit. right. You'd have like on on the night where people pick who they play for the playoffs. Like you'd have bro, just like the the you, when LeBron you, and KD picks their stupid All Star teams. You, you get people tuned in, like to like you have conversations. Who should they pick to play? Like what team would exactly that? Like you, yeah, I'm not, and I'm, we're not even into all the sports show shit. Yeah, but would that not create topics? Like all right, Reagan, who like who your, your you Grizzlies pick? are up next. Who are you going to pick? Shit. I mean, now at that point, you're really fighting for that two seed, too. Like, who are you going to pick, bro? Like, I, I I don't know. When I thought about that, I got so juiced and excited. That would be very, very cool. Would Donovan Mitchell be like, all right, fuck y'all. I'm averaging 50, you know? Yeah. I mean. And not to say that, like, dudes don't go 100%, you know. I but mean, shit, if you just, even just... I'm just imagining the press conference after the fact. Coach, why did you pick this team? Like, imagine, <laughs> imagine picking a team and then losing to them in the series, bro. That's why. <laughs> Yo, you gotta, hey, hey, fist bump me. You that gotta give me tough. that shit is tough. I'm not gonna that. lie. I don't know if they would ever do it, but like, if we was really trying to shake shit why up, why not though? I don't know. I mean, I, I don't really see the flaw in it. Like, I'm trying to like play devil's advocate and think about because what. Because it's fair to the top team. Yeah. They should get their choice. Yeah. It's it, it's just, I, I don't know. I, I got so, I'm so juiced about hey, that idea. That would be really cool. Hey. And yeah. imagine if, if it was one through 16. That, shit. that would be crazy. <laughs> that might get too crazy. I'm not going to lie, but like one through. Like Phoenix might choose. Who's eight in the East right now? Eight in the East? Might be Charlotte. They're, they're higher. Let me see. No, Charlotte's nine. Eight is Brooklyn. See, like, if I'm Miami, I don't want Brooklyn. Eight, no, that's my Brooklyn. point. Yeah, get that Why should I be rewarded with Brooklyn if I killed myself all right. regular season? So, like, I'm like, give me the Raptors, please. Thank give me you. the Raptors. Yeah. I mean, shit, you probably have, like, the Bulls might fuck around and pick the Calves, even though they're the four seed. Exa well, well, the, the, the four the, seed so is four. forced to pick the team who wasn't chosen. Okay, so the Bulls don't get to pick... Yeah, from the, the top four, can they pick so, from the top so four? So, like, want? I'll give you an example. Oh, the Jazz are fourth. Damn. Okay, so the Suns would obviously choose. Okay, Suns probably choose the Timberwolves, Timberwolves, right? The Warriors probably choose the Jazz. I would say the Clippers or the Clippers, assuming that Kawhi and, and company don't don't yeah. come back. All right, they would choose the Clippers. The Grizzlies would choose. I say the Mavericks. The, 
I'm not trying to see Jokic. Sheesh. Between the Jazz. See, but see how interesting this gets? Yeah. It's nah, like I you think you. about matchups and it's I'm like, like. Fuck, do I want to see Luka in the playoffs? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So, and then who? And then the the last play, the, the Jazz. We oh, yeah, they the can't. Nuggets. Yeah. They got to play the Nuggets. Mm. So that would be my only hang up is like, what if I want to play one of the top four? Because if you look out east, right, I could see the Cavs being an enticing, like, if I'm the 76ers, right? And oh, you somebody, can choose them. You can choose them? You can choose them. So, and then the, the next team that didn't get chosen moves up. Like, Ooh. like, like, so gets, like now you got the Bucks choice. sitting in the five, like hoping that somebody picks the Cavs. So they, I mean, they probably just end up getting stuck with the Celtics, who are also playing very well, by the way. Bro, um, Celtics are playing very that, well. That that would be tough. That'd that be very would be tough. so elite. Like that would be very, very tough. Mm. That's how it should be. That's how it should be. We should start our own basketball league, bro. Just facts. I mean, you saw how the um, the NFL partnered with the XFL for them to like kind of just try to experiment with shit in the XFL and then see if they want to bring it to the NFL. They should have something like that so. for the NBA. Yeah. They it's crazy. Like that. But you know, that that's a dope idea. That's a dope idea cuz you probably have some fucking you have some petty disagreements over that for sure. Yeah. Why the fuck was, can you imagine going down 0-2 in a series to a team that you picked to play? Coach, so what why did you pick the uh Clippers if you were only going to lose? Yeah. <laughs> that should be and then funny. the tops in the second round, the top seed Gets to choose. You who, pick all over again? No. Well, in the second round, it don't matter because there's only one ch- choice to be made by the top seed. Yeah. Because once that choice is made, the second choice is already. I feel like once you get into your seedings, that's just how it's got to be. All I right. I feel like you got to ride out. But, but no, that I mean, the storylines, though. Let, let, let's say. I don't feel like teams should be able to pick who they want to see each round because that's part of the fun of it, too. I feel like it's like, oh, shit, we got to. That second round gets interesting. I, I Yeah. I wouldn't want them to pick. Because then the top teams would just pick the easy team every team. All right, all right. Let's say, let's say, oh, oh, okay, imaginary land right now. Yeah. Let's say the Lakers were good like in 2020, right? Yeah. And it was us, the Grizzlies, you guys, the Warriors, and the Suns, Mm. the top four. And we all moved on, right? Mm. We all moved on into the second round. If you, if, if uh, the Suns were the one seed, they would probably choose the Grizzlies. How would you feel about that? I wish the mother- bro, the entire city of Memphis is gunning for their head right? on that shit, right? bro. Like, you don't pick us? Right? Fuck you. Right? Fuck you, bro. fucker. We get like, bro. yeah, that should be funny as hell. Bro. That- You'd have some narratives coming out of that for sure. You'd have some narratives coming out of that for sure. No, nah, that's so cool. exciting. That's a cool idea. No, nah, I fuck with that for real. I fuck yeah. with that heavy. Anyways. Um, but yeah, let's go ahead and keep it pushing for our last topic of the day. And this one is like... Man, I'm conflicted a little bit, but like there's, I feel like there's clear right and wrongs, but then there's also a level of nuance to it that I'll try to interject here and there. But essentially, over All Star Weekend, CJ's at the mic getting interviewed. Yo, CJ, have you tapped in with Zion yet? Nah, I haven't heard from him. I've talked to some people in this camp, but me and Zion have not touched base. He's not reached out to me, and the whole fucking world set on fire because it's just like, holy shit, Zion, number one overall pick, franchise player. This all-star caliber player just got traded to your franchise. You're not even there, and you don't think to send him a text. And there was this whole media storm about it. People were calling him out. J.J. Redick even went on ESPN. And, you know, and a lot of people were saying this, but I'll just rehash it one more time for people who maybe aren't keen or, or maybe don't watch First Take or whatever. Essentially, J.J. Redick, nicest dude in the NBA, He's right? coming out and saying Real, like, real, real solid shit. dude, respected by everybody. Not going to just, you know, one of these pundits is going to come on first take and just say some shit for the sake of saying shit, right? To pop off, yeah. He goes on first take, and 
calls calls people him out. out. He basically says, yeah, like Zion has this tendency of being a detached teammate. That's something that I've brought up to him in front of the team before. Yeah. Um. And and, and look, I I, I just want to get on this end, like on a more on on a less basketball team perspective, fan perspective, and more on like a philosophical how, how my mind thinks t- type of type of discussion. Yeah. It's easy from the outside to it's very easy from the outside to judge uh a, like let, let's take this uh um situation specifically. It's so easy for a fan or for whoever to judge Zion and be like, "Bro, you, like you're not going to think to hit him up. You you're not going to do this. You're not going And not to say he was right or or wrong whatever, but and I was listening to a pod, the, the the Pivot podcast, and Fred Taylor was talking about this. Mm-hmm. It's like people deem it social anxiety, but it's less. Of, it's I just want to say, simply put, I'm kind. I I was kind of I sympathize with with Zion in this perspective because that was me. Yeah, I'm like that too, because I feel like people get slighted for like the simplest things, like let's say CJ. Not being sent a text by Zion, he probably feels like some type of way. Like, bro, I don't even think CJ felt the type bro, of way. I'm like, bro, you don't like me, or like that's how a lot of people some would people feel might, yeah, yeah. in CJ's shoes. Yeah, me, I really wouldn't give a fuck. Right, right, and, it, and it's not like, oh, well, fuck you. I don't give like, like not, not like that. I just, I really like wouldn't even think, think to about, like, yeah, think to even get mad because I myself am a quote unquote detached teammate. Why? Because, like, just for an example, when I was playing in college, they love to throw parties. They love to hang out every day after practice. I'm just not about that, bro. Yeah, like, I'm tired. I, I, I go to my place. I cook and eat my food. I do my homework. I like listening to music. I like talking to my family. I like being by myself. Honestly, I like being by myself. Yeah. I like watching my shows. And I'm not going to be with you guys. I'm already with you guys six, seven, eight hours in a day. Yeah. I'm just if you guys text me, I might not answer, bro. Yeah. And not because I don't like you, but because you know it's just my personality. Yeah. And so I'm not gonna judge. My point is I'm not gonna judge Zion on that. Yeah. On that end. So here's my thing: is like I completely get you, and I, I empathize as well because not not just because like you know whether that's Zion's personality or not. Because one thing I did think of is like maybe he has a history of this. But you go and look at like his teammates at Duke. That was like a real camaraderie that he had with RJ and Cam, right? Um, so then the question becomes, maybe he just doesn't mess with New Orleans, maybe he just doesn't mess with his teammates like that. But whatever the case is, I'm sure that Zion's probably going through a lot of shit right now. Yeah. Particularly with his injury and the yeah. frustration surrounding that, perhaps frustration with New Orleans in general and just the way that organization has been run over well, recent when years. When you see him talks in interviews, he, he's, he's like he's not, not going to do something to be an asshole. And people no. like, I don't know, sports has a funny way of, of valorizing certain traits in athletes. Um, that maybe don't necessarily need to be valorized, right? Because it's like we love the 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 rah rah guys, we love the like the 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 vocal leaders, we love the guys who are overly passionate. There's like this this um, archetype for what we feel like the number one overall pick should be and how they should carry themselves, and that doesn't always necessarily have to be the case. I always like to think about a guy like Evan Mobley, who's really reserved, right? Um, I can tell. and he, he's kind of coming into his personality a little bit, but. Not everybody is going to be like the outgoing, flamboyant, 
you know, large personality that and you, you should enforce anybody to you, you should you should, you know, encourage yeah, you them need... to to maybe be a little bit more like louder and make your voice be heard. But some do like you're not going to change them. And if you try to, you're going to piss them off. Right. Well, with that said, you can send a text. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it, there, there's certain bare minimum things that I would expect uh, of. You know, just yeah, yeah, just out of a respect thing, because a lot of things, something that a lot of people brought up was like, this isn't just somebody who got traded to your team. This is like the president of the NBA Basketball Players Association, whatever. Like, but see, like, I like, wouldn't think you wouldn't think that. of that. I could see it. I could see it. It's just like it. It looks very bad juxtaposed with the other things that are going yeah, on in New Orleans right now, and the other things that happen with his injury. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like whenever we go down this rabbit hole of trying to judge dudes' personalities, it never ends up well because it's like some people aren't all built to do those sorts of things, and that's fine, right? To use a Julioism, yeah. that's fine, that's okay. Um, but yeah, at, at some point you got to question how much he actually wants to be in New Orleans, which you know, in fairness, New Orleans doesn't seem like that mm. fun of a place to be, but not solely based on this, right? Like this is just one more thing to add to unfortunately what's becoming a laundry list of, of, of things that's been going on but like yeah the the fact that like even cj when he brought it up it didn't even seem like he gave that much yeah. of a fuck they just asked him a question and he responded and I, yeah it, it didn't have to be that big of a deal and it's, it's crazy because but zion, you know what happens with zion is people are ready to jump at the bit with that shit with zion you yeah. know what i mean because a everybody wants number one overall pick in a big market line, yeah b Zion's becoming more and more of a controversial figure because of the injury and the fact we haven't seen him play basketball in so long. It's a real easy time to kind of kick Zion while he's down, and people love to do that shit. So he, people I mean, love to do that yeah. shit. It, it really pisses me off, honestly, because it's not fair to him. He might be getting a second surgery. For for those who don't know, might be getting a second surgery on that foot, which is not only the second surgery, but if you include the ankle from last offseason – that would make it three surgeries. It's getting in bad. In less than a year on a foot. It's getting bad. And, you know, there's no telling who what's been mishandled where. Um, but you have to imagine that there's certain medical mishaps that have <coughs> occurred over the course of this rehab process that really have nothing to do, do with Zion because, you know, nine times out of ten, athletes, you know, they know where they make their money at, right? Like, you just put them through a rehab process, they're going to do what you tell them to do, and then they'll get back on the court as soon as possible. All of these setbacks, I would say, if I had to take a guess, is probably on the part of whoever's managing his injury right now, which is probably why he went from New Orleans to where is he, wherever is he at? Portland, Portland right now. So yeah. it's like, I don't well, know what the fuck I, is going I on. I also think you don't put a timeline on something you don't know, and you don't hide shit to make it more suspicious and a bigger storyline because it's eventually going to come out. Like in the offseason, they hid his uh, ankle surgery. Then they said he was going to be ready for the season. Then he, they said he was going to be ready for like two weeks into the season. Then they said he was like four weeks out. Then his You know why they did that? Why? Season ticket holders. They that, they wanted to they wanted people to purchase season tickets, fact. and then once they <laughs> once they got the season tickets, up oh, Zion can't play. And you know what's crazy is that when they sent out to like renew season tickets, and they, they didn't said, include, they him. did not include his they name. Did not include they him. did not include his name, which is you got to wonder what the hell is going on there. Yeah. You got to wonder what the hell is going on there. And like, so l let me put you on the spot. Oh shit! Uh oh, I'm on the spot. You giving him the max? If I'm New Orleans, fuck no. I'm trying to oh, figure out. Oh, I thought you were gonna say F. Yeah. No, I mean, like, it, it's just like, in and if you don't, I, he for sure gonna ask out, bro. I, I'm I'm speaking based on, 
and it's not even like a fuck no like fuck Zion. You know what I mean? No, it's just yeah, like, I know. It, it's, I know how you feel about it, Zion. It, it's, it's a fuck no like, and I'm saying this based on what I know. And honestly, it would be better served to have an answer if I could actually have a conversation with the dude. But it's like, I would need to sit down and ask him, do you want to be here? Be honest with me, dog. Like on some real shit. Do you not want to be here? Because if you don't, we can figure that shit out. But if you do, I need you to hold up X, Y, and Z of this end of your bargain, right? If you don't sit out, get healthy, I'm going to figure out a way to trade you. I'm going to work with your agent. We're going to try to get you somewhere where you want to be, right? But if you don't want to be here, I need you to let me know. You know what I mean? I feel like that's how that's how personal business should be what done do in the NBA. What do you trade for Zion? Like, what? Oh, like I need his- a haul. His value is so like it's, muddy, right? Yeah, but it's so, I need, I no, need, I I know you yeah. would need it all, after but am ben I Simmons, giving you all? after this Ben Simmons shit? I will sit my ass right here because it's it's not even like Zion seems like he's all that pressed to get back on the court right now. He needs to get healthy. Okay, right? like let's say the freaking Knicks want him. I need everything, and I want none you can't of even players. you can't e- exactly you can't get none of their players. Like I, I wouldn't want any of their yeah. I need players. all your picks, all of them right now. Go. Need him to twenty twenty seven. So just 20- so just include Kemba Walker because that's matching salary right there. I mean the thing is and like then, I don't even like if Zion like. So if, you'd if, rather if, have picks if I sit down with Zion and then he says I don't want to be here. My next step is okay. Where do you want to be? He'll probably say the Knicks. He'll probably mention. I don't know. He'll give me a plethora of teams. The majority of which will probably Memphis. be a bigger market. What would you do? What would you give up if you were Memphis? I like the my, my team the way it is right now. That's too much of a, like, as much as, like, the reward could be, and I see it. I see it. Uh, yeah. The risk <laughs> is too is high with the injury. Okay. But that shit would be crazy. Hornets. Cause he's, oh, God. I've given up the house for him. I'm giving Miles up the Bridges. Um, well, that's the oh, fucking house, bro. That That's included in the house. Miles Bridges. It's got to be everything except... Uh, I'll give you Rozier. I'll give you. It's got to be Rozier, Miles Bridges, and a fucking load of. Picks. I'll give you PJ Washington. I would do everything in my power to hold on to Miles, but if no, I couldn't, you can't. if I couldn't, then I'd give him up too. But like to pair Lamelo and Zion, Jesus Christ, my house is packed for decades, <laughs> decade, just a decade. My house is packed. Depends on how long he plays. I guess it does, but like, honestly, I really and maybe at this point it's more wishful thinking than anything. But I don't feel like. Put it this way. We're in like the middle phase right now where Zion could be Joel Embiid or he could be Greg Greg Oden. And it's pushing towards Greg Oden right now based on the amount that he's played. But you see the Joel Embiid because when he did was like when Greg Oden was out there, it wasn't like he was a superstar. uh, Zion Williams is a superstar. You just got to get him on the court. You just got to get him on the court. Yeah. Like the, 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 the muddiness about around what's exactly going on with him. It just doesn't because no well. team. Okay, here, here, like here's my thing. Even if you put them out on the trade market, no team is gonna want to give up anything. Like anything like super valuable for Zion. They're gonna want to pair the potential of Zion yeah. with their already star piece, right? Yeah. And if you're the Pelicans, you don't want to trade Zion for middle of the road a bunch of B players yeah. and maybe a pick. And lose out on the potential of what you just drafted. Yeah, that's facts. I mean, because you gave up the house for him. Yeah. You gave up the house. I mean, you didn't give up the house for him. You gave up the house to pair him with certain things. But it's like, 
Yeah. I hate it for him. I honestly hate it for New Orleans because like New Orleans, are they a perfect organization? No. Fuck no. But they've done a lot of the right things. Trading for, I mean, you had to trade Anthony Davis. Getting Brandon Ingram back was great, right? Like, getting CJ is solid. Like, it's not like you have Zion out there with, like, it's not like you're the Knicks and you're just, like, fucked in all angles. My bad. That's, like, a really weird way to put it. But you know what I mean? It's like, when you look at the Knicks, it's like, what the hell are you doing? What are you doing? But you look at the Pelicans, it's like, okay, at least you have something going. Maybe it's not a championship roster, but, like, you can make the playoffs with that team. But why? To what end? Why? But, like, if you're Zion, right, at what point do, do you, like, I don't know, at what point am I crossing the threshold of, like, what's fair? And this is what I was talking about earlier with, like, player autonomy. Like, I'm all for that shit, right? I want players to dictate their own careers. But at what point does it become a little bit selfish to say I've played, what, less than 50 games in my career? 84, I think. He's played 84? Damn, I didn't even realize he played that many. But I played 84 games in my career. I got drafted this team. I barely played over an entire season, and I went out when this team has gotten talented players around me. Like made it's not like they've been perfect, but like rarely do you have a Memphis Grizzlies, right? So at that point, I'm wondering like what see, what are, precedent does that set? You know what I mean? What he, precedent does that set if I'm like a guy who just doesn't want to be there? You know what I mean? If you're Memphis, what if he pops off? Or for any team, not not just Memphis. What if he pops off and still wants out? Like oh, yeah. he shows that he, he looks com- good. Yeah, but it'll cost you more, is what I'm saying. I'll give you Dylan. No, no, but my point is, would you rather make the trade now? I'd rather no. I need to see that he's healthy. So you'd be uh, risk averse. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I need it, especially and, if I'm Memphis. You, and you'd rather pay more later. If I'm Memphis, I'm good right now, and like not every team is in that position, Facts. right? If I'm Memphis, I'm good right People, now. Folks gotta take a flyer. Right. If I'm the Knicks, gotta take a flyer. Washington, yeah, they gotta it. take a flyer. Fuck it, you know what I mean? Yeah, fuck yeah. it. Like what? About, what but they ain't got pieces, bro. I'll give you Bradley Beal. Huh? I'll give you Bradley Beal. You would not give Bradley Beal for Zion. Fuck it. Like what? what like if I? What, what am I doing if I'm Washington? What's the best thing I can get for Bradley Beal right you now? You would not give Bradley Beal. Fuck it. Like what what like what else am I gonna do with Bradley Beal? Keep him? If he asked for a trade, that's a different scenario. Okay, sure. But you would not give Bradley Beal, bro. It's just like what what <laughs> what are you doing if you're the Pelican? I mean if you're if you're Washington. No, I, I mean, agree. Like They're whole... stupid, but the, you know how they think? Like, we can make the playoffs next year. Ho ho ho, I'm Eddie. Like Bruh. I feel like we're getting a little bit off topic, but point being like, yeah, it's like a very tricky situation because I don't like putting anybody who's not on the inside, especially these media pundits who love to blow everything out of proportion in the position of judging somebody's character. With that said, there's certain courtesies that you would expect maybe, but like if they fall short, especially for a guy who's young, like Zion, it's not time to throw him under the bus, right? Like he just fuck the Pelicans. Fuck it. Like, like, and for a dude like CJ, it, CJ it's, don't care. It, I I know he doesn't. It's like CJ and Spencer Dinwiddie. They say whatever the fuck they want. Right. At a certain point, I know you don't care, and not that you should, right? Because I I wouldn't care either. 
But maybe you say, like, if LeBron would have said that shit, oh, LeBron's fucking, you know. Like, my point is, is that maybe find a way to say, you know, it's been so crazy since I landed. I've, you know, I haven't even had a chance to really Yeah, there's another anyone. way to go about that. But, like, nah, he was just I being honest. I haven't really spoke. I haven't spoken. He was just being anymore. honest. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, he was, just, he was just like, no, not really. I'm sure even when he said that, he probably didn't anticipate it blowing up the way that it did. It was like, oh, shit. Like, you know how the media runs with shit, bro. Yeah. And, yeah, I'm surprised J.J. Reddick didn't show him a little bit more grace in the way he spoke about him than he did. Hey, J.J.'s real. He's real. but like He goes after motherfuckers. He, he goes after Stephen A. He on goes his after, own show. Like, I get it. Like <laughs> He goes after Stephen A. on his own show on some shit like, you don't know basketball. I do. He's like, why are we talking about this? Type shit. And I fuck with that. Honestly, <laughs> Me too. I fuck, I fuck with that heavy. But it's like, I don't know. There's like a certain brotherhood slash fraternity along with like being basketball that I would have. If you would have told you me that he awarded him, not like if if it were me in that position and I had a national platform to speak on a guy who's already somewhat controversial because of the injury, like I would probably do my best to sh- extend him at least a tad bit of grace. Like, hey, I'm sure he's going through a lot with the injury right now, but this probably is a bad look for you or something. You know what I mean? Like JJ Reddick feels like that type of dude, where it's like I've never seen him just go at somebody who is like of. You know what I mean? Like people talk about like the Duke connection, the fact that they played on the same team. He's not. He's never full on said no. This guy's fucking sucks. I like, but that's the way. That's the energy that he kind of brought to the Zion conversation, yeah. which was interesting, because that's not his. That's not his mo generally. But I just don't understand when dudes get, you know, almost offended about, you know, being quote unquote detached. Yeah, it's just like I mean, detached isn't even necessary. Like people will see introverted and people have a wrong perception on the word introverted and all yeah, introverted it, means is that like i don't get my energy from being around people my energy comes from internal facts. um facts. and people will see like a reserved introverted personality and assume detached when it's like i could like i could For, very be very present right now yeah, and just like yeah. not like engaged in the same i mean it's almost like the whole like contra not even controversy but the the research that's being done about the different ways that kids learn not everybody has the same sort of mentality about mm-hmm. how they carry themselves. Like, I could be sitting in a classroom looking off in the distance, hearing every word that you're saying mm-hmm. right now, and that's okay. Yeah. Like, no, it, it's crazy. So my 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 point, what I, what I was saying with, with, the, uh, with Fred Taylor on, yeah. on the pivot, is he, he was saying, like, you know, I, I've been deemed to have social anxiety, but my social anxiety gets mistaken because it's 70 to 80 percent, you know— Read the room, read the bullshit. Am I really gonna share and talk with fucking people I actually don't want to talk with, but just to feel included, I am. And twenty percent, probably, you know, a little bit nervous social anxiety, like true social anxiety. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's just some people like to fucking hear themselves talk, and other people don't. And we've seen Zion in interviews. Yeah, he's not the most like rah rah type of dude. He's, he's like, like he's like he's like a kid. He's sheepish almost. Yeah. Like yeah, you know, like maybe around his homies, like Cam Reddish and, and um, and that, that's another thing too. Like what Zion? What twenty three right now? Mm-hmm. Nah, like, he's younger. Hey Siri. Oh wait, he's been three, four how, how years. How old huh? is Zion Williamson? Twenty two. Zion Williamson is twenty one years old. Hey Siri. How old is CJ McCollum? 
31. The fuck I want to talk to you for? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're 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 a decade older than me. Like I like when I talk, I brought up the whole camaraderie thing with him and Duke. Like those are dudes his age that he came into the Duke program with, mm-hmm. right? Like he probably- and it's not being too cool for school. That that's the other thing that I've gotten in my path. Too cool. Like I'm not too cool for anything, bro. Yeah. Like, like I I yeah, you are Julio. Like. Big like real talk. <laughs> I'd rather take my sisters to go watch a Disney movie than go to a party. That's the type of person I am. No, like, Zion gives me the same sort of vibe where it's like I'm just like, like, not that he's not built for the spotlight because he handles it fairly well, but like imagine all that attention on you from 16. Like, I'm sure there's moments and perhaps like this injury is like him trying not the injury itself, but like he's taking this time in his rehabilitation process that's been frustrating and say, you know what? I'm not doing all the bullshit right now. Like I, I need to focus on getting healthy so I can get back on the court. Like there's so many alternative routes than Zion Williamson fucking hates the new Orleans Pelicans that we can take, but that's not the, that's not the, uh, noteworthy thing to say. You know I will I mean? say like, I, I, of course we all hope that he gets back and hope he dominates. Like I think he he was playing like 33 minutes a night, averaging Boy, 20, 27, 15, just some crazy shit. And, and uh, shooting like 64% from the yeah. field. Um, as much as like, I hope he gets back. I hope he gets traded or like moved. Yeah. I don't want to see him. in. You don't want to be there. I mean, I just said, <laughs> it doesn't feel like he wants to be there or it feels like he could, put it this way feels like he could use a change of scenery because of all of the controversy that's been attached between him and New Orleans, you know? Yeah. I, I, I would want to see him elsewhere as well. Where would you want to see him? Maybe we can end the show on that. Where would you like to see Zion Williamson? Memphis would be fine. If we got the if we got the OG Zion. Oh, uh, no, yeah, yeah. No, of, co- of course Memphis. Um, I'm trying to think of, like, fits right now. I'd probably, you know, we mentioned the Hornets, but, like, other than that team – I might, and this is a boring ass market, right? So it kind of sucks, but I wouldn't be a, a you know against seeing him in Indiana with Halliburton and Brogdon. That'd be interesting. I wouldn't be opposed to that. That'd be interesting. Hmm. Another thing about Charlotte is that he's from the Carolinas. That, that's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't mind. Atlanta. Oh, I'll I'll go Atlanta over. I wouldn't mind Atlanta over Indiana. Um, I wouldn't mind. I'm just thinking like, would you trade John Collins like right now? Right now, as the centerpiece of of like a trade package for Zion. Well, shit, you traded Cam Reddish for Kevin Knox. Would so they or would I? <laughs> would you? I don't know if I can, because it's like the upside with. I mean. It's no, not, I need to keep John. I need they're not the John. same player, they're but not. it's like, you know. Yeah, I need to keep John Collins. I need to keep him. If I knew he was healthy, I would. But well, of course. But then the price goes up. Yeah, the price goes of the brick up. Then go up. Um, I'm just like you think of a guy like Zion. You want to pair him with one of these dynamic young guards that are coming up right now. So like, Dallas comes up. Atlanta comes up. Fucking. Um, I'll I'll go Atlanta number one, just like you said. I'll go Dallas number two. But they ain't got no trade piece. Um, shoot, it's because I I instantly I don't I don't know why I thought about Halliburton and I was like yeah I mean Indiana. he's he's one of these younger I mean shit the king mm. that was Sabonis though not with that organization 
Clippers? Uh, no. Sorry. No. Please no. <laughs> Please God no. <laughs> no. I'm, I'm trying to think of like a, a team that sucks right now that could like realistically jump up. Team that sucks that could realistically jump up. Make a jump. Well, let's see which team sucks right now. The Pelicans suck. <laughs> could just stay. Spurs? No. Uh, I mean, he'd be fun with DeJounte. Yeah. Uh, the Pistons. Him and Kate. I don't want to see him in Detroit. Why not? What's wrong with the Pistons? I'm sorry, Rob, but Detroit's just one of those cities where I don't want to see any star go to. Him and Shy, OKC, they have the firepower to go make it happen if they wanted to. That'd be fire. Uh, that actually, I'll see him in OKC. Him in Houston. You don't really have no. a guard there, but. I'll go Atlanta. I'll go Atlanta, Dallas, and then uh, OKC. But here's my, here's my thing, though. Can you trade AD without consulting LeBron? No, but he should be able so the to second see. You, so the second you say, LeBron, I'm thinking about trading AD. You know what's happening. Dame. Fuck no. That's my and boy. And Norman Powell. Fuck no, that's my boy. And a first-round pick. Fuck no, that's my boy. What well, I that's... Clearly, I don't care about your picks, so you better tell me what players I'm coming up with because I can give Norman a shit about Powell picks. Norman Powell and Damian Lillard are better. Fuck no. AD is my AD. boy. I brought him here. That's my guy. Okay, you won a championship. Yes. yes. And we're going to win more. No, you're not. Yes. <laughs> Keep him here. You see AD? Huh? That boy limping to the locker room right now. And he it's the off healthy. season. That's my boy. And he it's the off season. He's going to get healthy. That's my boy. You know who else you brought? You're not going to. Who would I bring? Russell Hold Westbrook. Up. You, you must have forgot who runs shit here. You brought Russell Westbrook. Yeah, okay, I'm wait, need you. Why, I need wait, you to wait, check wait, in my fucking wait, wait, mouth wait, who you talking wait, to. Wait, wait, wait. Why'd you bring Russ? Why the fuck I'm even sitting in this meeting? Wait, Rich, wait. Rich, come sit this meeting now. Wait, Tell wait. him what he need to know. Bron, I'm going to get some shots Bron, up. Bron, why'd you bring Russ? I just want to hear from you. That's my boy. That's my guy. So why don't we bring James Jones out of retirement? Because he over there, he he helping us get Phoenix Suns. He's, he's our while Russell, program. While, while Russell Westbrook is hurting us. What are you talking about? Russell Westbrook's not hurting us. Yes, he is. Mind you, at this point in time, we haven't made any moves yet. You know what I'm saying? This is this is the summer before we got Russell. Because you saying DeMar DeRozan. So you All right, so bring up the idea then to mm, me. To Russell Westbrook? Yeah. Hey, yo. You're stupid as fuck. I didn't, <laughs> <laughs> even let me bring it up. <laughs> even let me bring it up. <laughs> hey, yo, Rob. Me and... I saw y'all eating at Nobu. Yeah, shit was good. No. That's my boy. We talked, we talked about it. We're all going to have to make sacrifices. So can we make a deal and like Okay, you're put, not hearing me. Put Let it me, on allow me to rephrase. You're gonna go get Russell Westbrook. <laughs> <laughs> cause obviously this is a little bit of miscommunication. Your ass is gonna go get Russell Westbrook because I said so. And can we go rock. And we go win a championship. Can we make a deal that if shit doesn't work out, which it won't, that you're gonna come out in a press conference and say this shit was my fault? Make a deal. <laughs> make a deal. Make a deal who? Make a deal with you? Yeah. Who? Rob Palinka? Yep. The fuck does he think he's talking to, Rich? <laughs> Make a deal with you? Nigga, let me tell you the deal. I'm LeBron James, okay? What I say goes. You don't make a move. You don't make a trade. You don't sign a G-leaguer without consulting me, motherfucker. Okay. Yeah. We already won a chip, so. Yeah, we You're, did. You're yeah. welcome, by the way. Yeah, thank You're you. welcome. Yeah. Yeah, that'll do it for this episode of Hoop and Holler, man. Very funny end to the episode. <laughs> But uh, yeah, y'all know the deal. Go check out the socials at Hoop Holler Pod. Appreciate y'all for tuning in, listening as always. And we will see you next time.
This has been the Hoop and Holler podcast.